Welcome to the Cauldron. I'm Alan. And I'm Kelly. And welcome to Bitches Brew, a podcast where we bitch about our favorite topics. And this week, we'll be bitching about the pandemic. Don, the pandemic. Yeah, the pandemic. Like, right? What a mood killer. <laughs> <laughs> Going off of a very nice, funny episode, too. Let's talk about something that fucked everyone up. <laughs> Let's talk about all of our trauma. Let's address the elephant in the room. Global trauma on this podcast? Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, as uh, Troy Bolton once said, we are all in this together. Yeah. <laughs> and as one Sharpay Evans said, I will bop to the top. I will bop to the top. And the rest of you are flops. <laughs> yeah. And everyone else will flop to the bottom. <laughs> oh, God. All right. We already can tell how this episode is going to go. Um. <laughs> hey, that's the best way to move through pain is through humor, is it not? I mean, if you're not <laughs> laughing, you're crying. So, and with the yay. same both. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before we dive in uh, to this topic, uh, what are we sipping on this week, girl? Um, well, I just got a classic glass of white Zinfandel by Sutter Home. The one Sutter and only. Home. Okay. I know. I cheaped out this week. I'm not going to lie. I mean, that's fine. I mean, hey, we're all cheap hoes at heart. Yeah, this is true. I, I got to say, I love a good deal. I'm I mean, a well, bargain bitch. <laughs> well, well, that's why, honestly, I heard or like saw on a um, wine video from YouTube, like uh, experts like sommeliers talking about, is this like, you don't have to pay for the 40, 50, 60 bottled dollar wine for it to be good. Like, there are some good wines at like your local like grocery stores at like $15 a bottle. I'm just I like, wholeheartedly believe that. Yeah, I was it's just not like, home, but yeah. I do believe that. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's not what I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, this is garbage. But I do believe, like, I think Duplin is really good, and it's very reasonably pr- priced. Most of the time, they're like, depending on where you go, it's eight or nine dollars for a bottle. Yeah, so, so that's not even that bad. No, it's amazing, and it tastes so good. So, um, but yeah, what are you sipping on? I am sipping on um, the. Uh, I'll label drop as well. The oh, okay. Firebrand. It's Firebrand. Uh, uh, Cab Sav. So a nice, nice red wine. Yeah. Even though I know it will fuck me up later because I am approaching the (laughs) 30 years old, but uh, (laughs) it's it's just too good. Also, this is the wine that we served at our wedding too. We had a little bit of extra bottles left over. So I was just Mm -hmm. like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep a couple bottles just for uh, prosperity and drink them later. And uh, (laughs) I was like, tonight is the night, especially for the topic. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm glad we, we were on the same wavelength with definitely needing a, some vino. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, since the last episode, I did have the water. It's like, I have to equal it oh, out. Oh, true. You gotta bounce back. <laughs> Tammy will have your neck if you're not drinking on Bitches I mean, on, honestly, <laughs> RHR department flipped. They want you to be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> They're pushing us. Please help. <laughs> honestly, airplane bottles? Tammy. <laughs> Tammy, you shouldn't have <laughs> genuinely uh, please i want water <laughs> <laughs> all right so since we divulged what we're drinking uh let's segue into our brief apps uh Ooh, yes let's do you want to go first 
Uh, I can go first. Okay, lay it on me. So, uh, Justin and I took our honeymoon this past week, slash weekend. Yeah, that must so, have been so fun. It was fun. It was in Charlottesville. Very, so it's like an hour away from where we live. So it's not anything like tropical or exotic or anything like that. But I mean, we, we ended up doing stuff that we loved to do. So it's just like, mm-hmm. why not enjoy the stuff that we love to do and not feel bad about it? Because exactly. just, Justin and I kind of talked about of like, <clears throat> it's just like, um, which we kind of said on the wedding a little bit too, or the wedding episode. It's just like, um, like you don't plan something really big. It's just like, then am I having a good time? Am I doing the experience of like a big honeymoon? It's just like, you know what? At the end of the day, we would be doing this shit anyway, slash this is the shit that we would want to do. So yeah. there we go. And so, that's how you should spend that time. Correct. So we went down Thursday. Um, we got massages when we went down. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was nice. It was in a salt, uh, like a salt therapy spa place. Oh, okay. Wow. So um, we ended up getting our massages first and then going into the salt room, which they had like a salt purifier in there. They offered us some wine since we said it was our honeymoon for like free of charge. Oh. And I was Amazing. just like, it's like, I'll take some free wine. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's um, great. I will say the only downside to that is my masseuse. God bless her. I know she was just doing her job, but like she tore me up. Like Damn. she, because she was like, do you like firm pressure? I'm like, yeah, firm is fine. Like kind of in between like middle, like middle ground. She's like, okay, well just let me know if I go too deep. I'm like, okay. Like <laughs> not even five, five minutes in I'm, just like girl like can you please let up and she's like oh yeah yeah okay but i feel like the damage was already done because throughout the duration of the whole honeymoon my shoulders and like shoulder blades were like aching oh like it was so hard and i was just like okay this this is my life now but (laughs) this is how i'm spending my whole honeymoon it's just locked up from yeah from the waist up (laughs) basically it's just like every single like way i turn my shoulders it's like i can't shimmy (laughs) yeah that's bringing you out of your element honestly alan can't shimmy who is he what is Um, yeah you're nothing without your shimmy (laughs) god um so that was thursday we ended up getting sushi thursday as well which is something that we love to do so it's like we got that Mm. friday was kind of our easy day because we were uh thursday night we were drinking and playing a super smash bros in the hotel room um <laughs> okay <laughs> so it's just like that's our vibe yeah. uh, yes so friday was our like easy day we just kind of rest took some naps and then we ended up going seeing a movie and Ooh. uh went out to dinner which was really nice um very lovely place that we went to it's called matchbox in charlottesville if anyone's in that area or visit there you should try it out um, and then Saturday we took a wine tour. So very early in the morning. <laughs> uh, early started, in the morning. Well, I mean not super early, but I mean like eleven. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, I thought wineries didn't open until a little later anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I was picturing I mean, like seven a.m. I was like, good no, God. <laughs> oh no no no. Oh lordy no no no. Okay. I mean yeah. So yeah, they eleven they is not early in the morning. <laughs> well, to some. That's like um, almost the afternoon. It's literally an hour away from being the afternoon. Well, uh, fine. Okay, fine. 
mid morning. Mid morning. That um, they picked us up around eleven. Excuse me. Mm, that um, and then we went to five wineries, and we were oh, like, okay. oh shit. And um, they they were good, but nothing to write home to about. Like they all kind of ended up tasting the same. Which I mean, you kind of get that because they're after in this five. Th- yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, well, and also to just the earlier ones, like when you're not <laughs> drunk yet, <laughs> um, <laughs> that I mean, they're all near the same location. They're the grapes are grown in the same soil. Like they're going to end up kind of low key, all tasting the same anyway. So, but um, but hey, at least we didn't have to drive. We didn't have to worry about that. We were on a bus. So hell, hell yeah. yeah. Were there any other uh, drunk party goers on the bus? Oh, hell yes. Hell yes. Um. <laughs> that we befriended a group of uh two doctors and a social worker oh, okay um, so they were very nice they were in like kind of their mid to late 40s okay. um very nice women very nice but then we ended up hitting it off with this couple who um were like around our age like uh okay. one was uh 32 i think and then the other one was 28 Okay. So it's just like, okay. So we hit it off with them after the wine tour. Um, they were like, oh, hey, we're going to go to this other like wine restaurant place uh, downtown. You guys should come. So oh. we did. We did. We took them up, uh, had some more wine and a little bit of food. And then the boyfriend uh, of the couple was like, hey, I know this great Italian restaurant. Like, you guys have to go there. It's your honeymoon. Like, you have to try this place. I'm like, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm still hungry because, like, the place that we were before was like kind of had like appetizer food. Okay. So then we went to uh, rest- uh, this restaurant called, I think, uh, Tavoli. I think that's what it was called. Okay, that sounds familiar. I think. And it was just fucking amazing. Like, orgasms in your mouth. Like, <laughs> Oh, wow, was, that good? Yes. Honestly, girl, it, it just really was. And Justin oh. and I got uh, two plates to share. Mm-hmm. So so we each tried each other's dishes, and both were just fucking outstanding. But, amazing. Um, so, so we went with them. We went with the couple. We ordered food. They ordered food. Um, the boyfriend ordered uh, a round of limoncello <laughs> for, for okay. everyone um that's a choice justin had three drinks i had three drinks he had three drinks and like uh he ended up getting two desserts like the 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 bill was stacked yeah. like, okay the bill Goodness. was stacked all of a sudden uh the boyfriend comes back and we're just like shooting the shit and then our waiter comes up and it's like okay guys like um you're, you're like like you guys are all good to go like like everything's taken care of and we're like what what? Yeah, um, yeah, we're like, what? And then he was just like, yeah, no, like, 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 like everything's taken care of. And the waiter leaves, and the boyfriend just has like a smirk on his. He, I, he wasn't trying to have a smirk on his face, but like, even though we're like intoxicated, clearly, it's like we still pick <laughs> up like what happened. It's just like, right? Obviously. It's like, it's like, boy, did you just pay for all of us? And then he was like, I don't know what you mean. I'm oh just my like, gosh. I'm like. We barely know you. Like you right. didn't 
not like, have to do that. Met. Yeah, I was like, we didn't. You did not have to do that. And he, and he was like, fine. Like after like two minutes of like, stop pretending. It, we know it's you. Stop pretending. <laughs> right. Right. Um. And yeah. And so he was just like, well, it's y'all's honeymoon, and we in like we both wanted to make sure like it was like very special for y'all, and like make sure everything was great. Mm-hmm. And th- th- if you can pay it forward, why not? So happy honeymoon guys like here like there there you go so like justin and i almost yeah. like tear like teared up because like it was just like again like we just met these people that we just ended up hitting it off with and yeah. he ended up paying like almost a 300 dollar like restaurant bill yeah that's so sweet yeah i was like fuck kindness um, is real in the world that's honestly amazing. So then, um, so then we just ended up, we hang, we hung out a little bit more, um, back at, uh, his place, which again, in retrospect, probably shouldn't have because probably know these people, but we did. Right. That's um, how they lure you in. <laughs> they pay for yep, this expensive dinner. And I then... <laughs> know. I know. It sounds bad, but honestly, like everything was kosher. And then we ended up getting an Uber back to the hotel and then we checked out, uh, Sunday morning and then came they back seem, home. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They it seem was, like genuinely nice people though yeah they were they really were mm-hmm. so uh <laughs> hey guys if you end up listening to this here you go thank right, you i was like do you remember <laughs> their names you want to shout them out <laughs> i see that's what i was like i don't know if they want their names to shout out but yeah. they knew who they are <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are <laughs> yeah that's but, awesome um, well I, like what a memorable experience too, to just be like i went to this city i don't even live in and connected with these people um to the point where you know they felt enough like in their heart sort of to way. pay yeah to pay for dinner and all i know i was like shit so nice. but yeah um maybe we might see them around the holiday season you know driving back and forth between here and there but we'll see <laughs> yeah true yeah but um so that that's that was kind of the main thing honestly happening with me uh i okay. also uh today i resigned from substituting from um, <laughs> the county that I've been substituting from um, yeah. just to kind of get that off my resume, get that off my to-do list so I can like prep my resume and start uh, possibly applying for jobs up in uh, our new area. Awesome. Well, cool. I, I love I love anyone uh, who's brave enough to quit their job. So go ahead. Pop Thanks. off. <laughs> Have your moment. <laughs> Thank you. That's why I'm having this red wine. <laughs> exactly. We're like, uh, I did a really, I did a big boy thing today. I can, I deserve honestly, a big boy drink. Thank you. I deserve a treat. <laughs> so, <laughs> treat yourself. <laughs> uh, what, what have you been up to, Chica? Oh, oh golly. Well, I'm sure you've you you're aware and I think I've talked about on this podcast. We're moving. Yep. <laughs> and it's officially happening in two days. We Ooh. get the keys tomorrow. Um, and then the movers are coming the day after tomorrow. Um, but I'm just I'm so ready. I'm excited to get into this new space. I want to totally redecorate. I want to throw away all of my garbage and only bring with me the essentials. We've kind of been doing that as we've been packing, but like we both decided we just have way too much shit. <laughs> so oh, yeah, we just yeah, need yeah. to do like a good purge. Um, but we've donated so much stuff um, to uh, like local thrift stores. So honestly, it's we could get rid of some more, but we've gotten rid of a lot. So I'm really grateful for that. 
Um, oh. I'm just tired of having all these boxes piled up in my living room. <laughs> it's really irritating. <laughs> it's definitely not an aesthetic. Yeah. So I just, I could never, um, you know me, I am forever and always a maximalist girly. I have to have yeah. every square inch of everything <laughs> covered with something all the time because life is wonderful and beautiful and you should appreciate the beauty everywhere. Should you not? So uh, sure. I fill my life with <laughs> as many material things <laughs> as far as decorations go um, as I can. So having this very like utilitarian bare walls, like prison cell apartment lately, I'm not thriving and it's not my vibe. <laughs> it's draining me uh, emotionally and maybe physically. So yeah, I get I'm that. Excited to get out of here. <laughs> well, well um, that's, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, you're fine. What were you going to say? Well, that's what I was like. We can bond over the whole moving thing. It's just because it's like we're moving in less than a month now. Yeah, you guys are moving uh, also. <laughs> yeah, so. You're going so, a lot farther than I am, though. But like, yeah, oh, yay. That, um, but it's just like kind of like, oh, like, well, it's like I cleaned today. Like I cleaned like our like room and like doing all that stuff. And like, I just had an existential moment. I'm like, why am I cleaning? I'm about to leave. What is anything? Oh. Why no. are we like it's just like what is life? It's like Alan, all you're spiraling again. <laughs> oh, is that what it's called? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Recognize the pattern before it begins. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought that was just me being thoughtful. <laughs> I just thought that was a Scorpio thing. <laughs> Alan, you're spiraling. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> Get it together. Slap. Ooh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but no, 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 I, I get that. It's like how, how your like live, your living situation definitely affects your mood. And those who say mm -hmm. that it doesn't, then you have more willpower than Kelly and I combined. Clearly. Then, yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, but you know, other than that, I have been just really relaxing. Um, I played the lottery for the first time in a long time because the Powerball oh, okay. got up super high. Um, the person who ended up winning actually won. It's like a historic record. The Powerball's never been that high. It was like two point something billion dollars and a single person Shit. won it. So they don't have to share with anybody. So shout out to them. I'm sure your life is fabulous now. <laughs> God, um, if only. I know. But it was just it was so cool to play and like. It, literally Andrew and I sat up talking about like what we would do if we won and like ultimately it comes down to like you're you're free at that point to do anything yeah. you want to yeah because I think the cash amount if you like choose the lump sum was still like 940 million dollars so nearly a billion dollars after tax I mean that's just crazy money yeah it's generational money so you you couldn't spend enough of it in your lifetime um but I just I thought it was just nice to reminisce and think, you know, what would I do? Oh, yeah. I no, won? we 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 love a good daydream. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that was my fantasy for a few days. Um, and then all of my hopes were dashed, but it's fine. <laughs> I probably would be the worst person to win the lottery. I would be really irresponsible. Um, <laughs> I mean, but probably same. So can you blame me? Can you blame? No, me? no, cannot. <laughs> exactly. Everything is justifiable. And at that point, 
that's not okay. Um, <laughs> but the only other thing is I've been watching American Pickers. Do you remember that show? Yeah. Uh, with Mike and Frank. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Rewatching it, we put it on just like um, because we saw it. We were scrolling the live TV feature of our smart TV. Actually, we're like, oh, we get stations and we get local channels. Um, But like American Pickers was on and I was like, oh, my God, I remember the show. So we started watching a bunch of it and. I don't remember the show being as weirdly sexual uh, when I oh. first watched it when it premiered in like 2008 or whatever. Um, but it oh. is very um, oddly sexual. Everything they say, and I don't know if it's because they're trying to be edgy, but Mike especially talks about his juices getting flowing all the time, and Ew. he just he just <laughs> he brings up his juices a lot. So I, enough I, that juice, makes me. Though. Very uncomfortable. Um, and then actually, just before we started recording, um, the episode was playing and a line I heard I did not think um, was going to be what it was, but it was. And I turned around to make sure I was still watching the same thing <laughs> because he said, and I quote, they dumped a load on us and we were so excited. And I was like, who's who's dumping loads where? What's happening? No. What are you talking about? And he was Not talking load, about- miss. <laughs> But he was just talking about going to another outbuilding that had more like antiques in it that they could pick through. And I was like, sir, you got to be careful with your, your word your choice. words. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so I, um, and they just have a lot of deranged laughter. It makes me think they're both on some kind of pharmaceutical cocktail. Riddling. That it just, it's euphoric. <laughs> but <laughs> clearly they're living the American dream. I um, and we're not. And that's the uh, moral of the story. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, that is all. All right. Well, I'm glad that we're doing well, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> I think we are. Good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the most part. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. Uh, let's dive into our cocktails. Ooh. Uh, you or I first, girl. Um, I don't have mine ready, so. All right, I can do that. Wanna... Okay. That so mine is um <laughs> from <laughs> a user. Ooh, hold on, from a user called uh, King of Nothing Twenty One. And um, the font in the TikTok says, when, <laughs> when I make my straight friends laugh from a joke I directly stole from RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, no. <laughs> and his cat, like the caption of like the actual video said, and since they're all straight, everyone laughs. Um, and the soundbite that goes along with it is just amazing. And, um, <laughs> here it is. Oh, not here. Thank you so much. It's just like, I'm a comical genius. <laughs> and they think I'm hilarious when I'm directly pirating. <laughs> <laughs> jokes from tv <laughs> uh, damn 
pulling one over on the straights as always i mean <laughs> always Thank you have for the being so dumb. dumb i just love it <laughs> always have the upper hand girl <laughs> i mean that's how you stay one step ahead it's what Correct. they don't know <laughs> and now you're a god in their eyes so yep. i mean there a, was no wrong choice a comical god <laughs> Uh, what about yours? Well, my talk tale comes from a user named Golden Girl underscore Xena, spelled with an X. In- interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dig the name. Um, but it is a golden retriever account, if you couldn't infer from the name. It is about a dog. Um oh. and yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> but huh. the sound yeah. has been used for so many videos. Um it's the how I feel about certain design choices with little to no explanation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A play some. How I feel about certain design choices with little to no explanation. Yes. Yes. Absolutely not. For me, this one's 50-50. 100% no. And it's, I just, the videos that accompany this, you can only imagine. Um, I'm sure you heard the dog, like, yeah. growling and barking and be like, this, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Get it out of my face. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I will post both of these talk tales on our Instagram at bitches.brew.pod. Um, but you're always welcome to stop on by and check things out. Yeah. Uh, bitches as in us, brew as in brew, and <laughs> <laughs> pod as in pod. <laughs> pod. Every time you kill me. <laughs> uh, all right, Chica. Do we want to try to tackle this topic? Uh, I think I'm ready i mostly am done with my glass of wine so yes god (laughs) i will say just to kick us off i think the pandemic definitely uh enabled a lot of people who may not have drank that much to start drinking (laughs) oh that's a um, good point yeah i did not think about that but it is most likely true any addiction for that matter has probably been enabled yeah any addiction Mm -hmm. so um whatever advice you need to get through this episode just don't (laughs) tell us but we're here to support you (laughs) we don't want to be liable right we'll help you seek help coinstar will not sponsor (laughs) us if we find out (laughs) oh god you know i actually um I came across something at work and I saw Coinstar had a contact or something. And I was like, hmm, Coinstar. <laughs> God. <laughs> no, I was like, no, that's a name I haven't heard in a million years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every time we record. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. It's uh, one of the only sound bites the uh, worms in my brain like to say to each other. Coinstar. God. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I figured we'd kick it off by... Um, reliving uh where we were when we found out what was happening yeah that uh that i was gonna bring up um for me like specifically like i mean i heard of it in late 2019 but i mean action wasn't no no action happened until uh march of 2020 mm-hmm. especially just here in the states um if you're listening yeah. uh elsewhere so we heard about it but not anything like oh yeah no like preventative care like we should definitely lock this down before something
something bad happens. It's just like the flu. Um, no, yeah, I remember so. there being a lot of misinformation. And even the CDC at that time, the Centers for Disease Control, who are kind of supposed to give us guidance um, just generally as um, an agent of the government. Um, and they did not do that. So uh, the, I remember them saying and releasing public statements um, in like February, March, uh, right around St. Patrick's Day of 2020, saying, you know, don't go out and buy masks because we need those for healthcare professionals. Or like, don't wear one unless you're sick. Right. And I was just like, that's awful, I feel like. But genuinely, at the same time, had never I had never dealt with anything like that. So I didn't know what was right and what was wrong. Right. I remember that was just a lot of the unknown and not, not even knowing what we were getting into. I genuinely wholeheartedly heartedly believed it was going to last two weeks because that's what everyone told me they were like we're going to go on a Mm two-week lockdown and then it's going to be over yep and that's the same thing for us as well just because i mean we were in the middle of the school year so i mean we saw kids in and doing all the stuff but then i think it was at the top of march or maybe even the second week in march that finally um uh the 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 big uh school county uh where we live shut down so my neighboring school county was like hey i'm gonna shut we're gonna close as well but yeah at first we'll just do two weeks and then those two weeks pass it's like we're doing another two weeks and it was always just like a two-week basis yeah. What did you guys do? Did you go home or? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, there was no, there was no, um, I think they told like the teachers to like try to do packets, like instructional right. packets. I remember you having to go in and like assemble those. Um, that like, wasn't like until, yeah, well that, no, no, that, that was kind of later on. That was in, okay. um, yeah, that was in the following school year because, okay yeah so they like kind of gave it in march like the little instructional packets but then like once like uh six weeks passed uh mm-hmm. they were like there's no point in continuing like the school year like we're just closing for the rest of the school year like there's no yeah. we couldn't catch up anyway at that r- point correct mm-hmm. so so that's why it's just like it was just so shocking to be like oh shit like it closed down schools yeah and that's and that's when i was like okay this shit is serious and like i just i mean i i took it seriously but kind of kind of like you just like everyone's mentality like we just have such a hive mentality sometimes which is a detriment a little bit but it's just kind (laughs) of like oh yeah like no like everything will be fine soon it'll blow over soon and it just didn't um Mm -hmm. and i just remember like just that fear of the unknown of it because it's like is it airborne is it on surfaces is it do you have to wear gloves and masks and like three sheets of protection to even go outside like what what have you um yeah and i think a lot of a, a lot of that at that time was we didn't know how deadly it was either we didn't know we knew people were getting really sick and there were like videos surfacing from china of them having this like extreme lockdown where there's no one on the streets it's like a ghost town and nothing like that ever happened here and i think people were afraid of that happening but at the same time i felt like we could have done a little bit more of limiting um just frivolous activity because we they told people to 
stay home and they didn't stay home. Correct. You know, it really just, there was no formal enforcement of that. Well, it's also too, because it's in, and that's why I kind of sucked <laughs> living in the United States during that time. Um, just, just because of like what you were saying, like, yeah, there was footage from like a, like different countries where it was like ghost towns. Like literally no one was leaving, but mm -hmm. he, like, here's corporate, like capitalistic America. It's like, you're not going to show me me what to do and right. i just feel like it, it it just showed people's true colors it really showed how americans feel towards other human beings or certain americans and it just sucks that we're just that selfish as a nation that yeah. it's just like well it's not affecting me so fuck off well, and I think that's the only, that's one of the downsides to being taught, you know, growing up is like, oh, well, it's every man for themselves. And it's like, I mean, yeah, but like we give our government a lot of money to like take care of us. So maybe they should do that. Um, but most what I wanted to kind of touch on also what, what I looked up and I thought was really interesting yeah, um, was how much e-commerce was affected by the pandemic. Oh, OK. Yeah, because I mean, if you think about it, home delivery was everything. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. We were getting I mean, groceries delivered. Yeah. We were getting dash uh, DoorDash took yep. off. Um, I mean, people were getting subscription services to home deliveries. I mean, you can get <clears throat> anything brought to you, alcohol delivery. In certain states, there's weed delivery. Um, you basically didn't need to leave your house if you had enough money. So I looked into this and I was I was thinking like Christmas time of 2020, things were still bad because we didn't have a vaccine yet. So no one really had any protection still. And you still had to go shopping for Christmas gifts or what have you. And and yep. what easier way to do that is hopping online. So I looked up the statistic. It, this is from census.gov. So it's from like the U S Bureau of the census bureau. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, but they reported a 43% increase um, in just like online shopping in 2020 compared to the, I guess the year before. Um, but like 43%, that's huge. That's almost. Oh yeah. Half. Um, yeah. Like, um, yeah. That's a jump. That's a big jump. <laughs> like, so, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, people who would normally not be able to sell stuff because they're even for small businesses, like your Etsy store could take off overnight and, and you wouldn't know until you wake up with like 6,000 orders and you're like, Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I better get to stepping. <laughs> right. And I feel like the, just the online presence, grew and was the pandemic was such a catalyst for that because people were forced to stay inside like animal yeah. crossing took off and that was a huge God, thing yeah that was the biggest thing like yeah I'm, yeah because but it I was the only like, way we could connect with people you can go to someone else's island mm -hmm. that 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 was um because justin always wanted he loved like animal crossing like beforehand but i remember um our friend chelsea um shout out girl that uh <laughs> uh that she <laughs> that she wanted to either get a switch or a switch light or something and they were like backed up for like a year Oh, or something like it. that because yeah. so many people were like yep well if this is our only only form of connection slash entertainment like yep buy it buy it buy it um and yeah. it was crazy like it just uh, 
Nintendo hit a lick with that one. They made so much money off of us. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Slick fucks. <laughs> I know. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> the the um, clutches of capitalism have <laughs> grasped me once again. <laughs> the rich keeps getting rich. So, hey. But it, it it's just so interesting of how like people don't realize how social humans are until I felt like the the pandemic hit. Oh, you're good. Um, <laughs> I, I you're good. <laughs> I know. He I was know. Like, hey, I know breathe. the pandemic, right, Yingling? <laughs> Damn, sis, bark off. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I I definitely agree, though. Like the and what what struck me, I think the most was um, just having that amount of isolation in my life was the first time that that had happened to me. I yeah. well, at this time, I think I should clarify. I was still living at home with my parents. Um, Andrew and I had moved back in in 2018, and we were still staying there when the pandemic hit in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, we ended up moving out uh, September of 2020, but when the pandemic was, a, you know, a nationwide uh, panic was like yeah, March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's when people started taking it seriously. And I was working at um, a doggy daycare, and that is a very non-essential luxury service in my opinion privileged it's not necessary at all um the fact that the cdc didn't shut us down i thought was disrespectful honestly (laughs) um and at that time i was in a position where i wasn't getting support from management and there were well higher management i was in a position of management but like i didn't know what i was doing it was a whole pandemic and and they were giving us no guidance so they were like you know make it up as you go first of all disgusting second of all it's a small business so you can't really do anything about that but yeah um we just had so many people just like leave like walk off the job um and just not come back they're like yeah i'm gonna self-isolate for two weeks and then they just never came back um don't blame them at all i mean they were not getting paid worth anything and if you could get on unemployment you probably were better off during that time period anyway because they were sending so much money for people to just stay home um i just wish that was uh another thing i guess was just not having the support that i wanted in my life and i was like everything is falling around <laughs> falling down around me please help uh but he just i guess the the manager that i was under didn't know what he was doing so um he didn't leave much guidance for us well yeah i mean sometimes it's hard to help lead people when you're also blind yourself so mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is true Although, um, speaking of unemployment, um, the stimulus checks, that is certainly something I never thought I would see in my life. Honestly, yeah. The government giving us money to live for free? Yeah, to help. (laughs) Helping? Are you kidding? (laughs) Not not funneling it into military to fight, shoot off COVID in its face or something like, you know, like (laughs) being like, we're going to funnel making that vaccine miss tanks where we're just gonna go around and miss the air and that's how we're gonna solve covid instead of genuinely helping americans by (laughs) giving giving us money very 
shocked. Um, I and even then I thought it was going to be like fifty dollars, not like twelve hundred or whatever. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was really shocked about that. Grateful, you know. Thank you, Moneybags Joe. Appreciate it. But uh, yeah, um, I still think that there should have been more support if they were honestly like willing and able to do that and they got us as soon as the decision was made the money went out within two weeks i think i was just like it it was an incredibly fast turnaround time and it was direct deposit for a lot of people too yeah i was like oh it was it was for me into my account at any point and you just fucking haven't so like help (laughs) right um so I definitely think that they had a, a means to do more um, direct stimulus checks. They just didn't. Yeah, no. Well, and again, it's just a foundation of how America was built. It was just like, oh, you have to work really hard. You have to do this. You have to pull yourself from your bootstraps. You have to blah, blah, blah. Well, you right. can't really do that when if you go outside, you'll catch a disease and uh, and infects your lungs and then kills you so they're like oh well your life is worth 1500 here um (laughs) right (laughs) oh cool 15 that's fine (laughs) go stay at home indefinitely with a thousand dollars be like okay that's totally reasonable um i i just didn't realize how much it would mentally toll on me honestly yeah um i think that's something that i didn't expect either um um, yeah, just because of kind of how like what you were talking that um we were Justin and I were already in our apartment uh uh by that time so we were already mm-hmm. living by ourselves not living with mom anymore and Justin never stopped working like he was working throughout the entirety of like the high waves of the pandemic mm-hmm. um and me being stuck at home st- I, I I was still getting paid thank thank God fortunately um mm-hmm. so it wasn't we were like losing money or anything but it just yeah. was so bad that like he had to leave and be at risk for that um right and that's terrifying and andrew and, was working in the restaurant business at that point like he had to be with around customers all yep. the time and i'm just like that scares the death like scares me to death yeah, to because because it's like they you know that they'll take the precautions to protect themselves but like right again like the general public the won't. general public won't so that's why it's just like him coming home and like he would constantly sanitize he would just immediately jump into the shower after getting home to like just disinfect mm-hmm. and everything but like it it really did take a toll on our relationship um just because like like there was a moment of like I, I think I was just so like caged. It felt like mm-hmm. just because again, like I know rhyme or reason to leave the apartment. So honestly, like I would clean the apartment every fucking day. Like and uh, Justin would come home for lunch just because he was he worked really close, mm-hmm. and um I like he like he was my lifeline to the outside world. So I would try yeah. to be like, hey what about this what about this how about you how are you how about this but like constantly engaging in justin (laughs) god bless him just isn't like that 
he just mm-hmm. really needs time to decompress, especially from the job that he has at Walmart. Um, mm-hmm. And I wasn't giving that to him. But then I felt neglected because I wasn't like receiving like any form of like reciprocation from that. And it, it, it being at home during the kind of first big wave of COVID was really hard on yeah. us. Um, and and uh, luckily, <laughs> I mean, we made it we made it through we're married yay and um (laughs) but uh justin would always tell like friends and family and stuff was just like if we can if if alan and i can get through covid together we can get through anything together because i was about to bitch slap him out of existence and i'm like i love you too dear wink um (laughs) (laughs) thanks love yeah i was just like i was a peach wink um (laughs) but like it, it yeah it was just so mentally taxing for multiple people like I'm sure so that's why it's like people were lashing out and um, not not being their normal selves and I think that's what kind of caused a lot of civil unrest especially in America Um, but this might be a little bit controversial I want to see how you you feel about this that um even though like the civil unrest was very scary that was happening around like uh, at least where we live um in virginia and like kind of around like other surrounding states um where people were like protesting because like that's when like really the blm movement popped off um i think it was needed i think it was finally like something the 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 world was burning (laughs) so it was just like this is our opportunity to be like fuck yeah this is Mm -hmm. like we're gonna fucking do this and even though yes it was kind of scary and people always there are always extremists Ooh, words the one hit <laughs> extremists uh in those situations i think as a whole like i think if covid didn't happen slash the pandemic didn't happen i don't think that would have occurred i don't think we would have had as much of a progress or like a big be like black ladder black lives matter movement happen if this mm-hmm. didn't occur so at least there even though it sucks to say and it's not even a true silver lining there's some silver lining of like at least there's acknowledgement and like understanding now of this really important topic that we need to address in america Mm -hmm. i do feel like the the pandemic was definitely a catalyst and set up like a perfect storm of everyone is being financially burdened and isolated and then this um series of crimes ultimately happen around uh, the country with Breonna Taylor being attacked and George Floyd being attacked and yes. everyone seeing this and it spreads like wildfire on on the internet and that's the only source of connection we have with each other. It, I think it made everyone angry and that frustration boiled over to, you know, what are we going to do? Just sit here? No, we're going to fucking get out and do something about it. Yeah, and it... 
Yeah, I I, th- I think just to drop that point home of it, it sucked that it it came from a global pandemic for this issue to finally like come to a head and like have have its time on the center stage as much as it did and or and still is. Um, but at least like it's still up front now, and I'm, I feel right. like if 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 the pandemic didn't happen, it would never would have occurred. No, so. I don't. I don't think a lot of, especially a lot of white America, would have even recognized like that it was a problem. Still, Correct. they were like, "Oh well, we we squashed racism in the '60s. We we did that with the Civil Rights Act. Like no, that it's doesn't like, happen anymore." Nope, nope, like, nope. It doesn't. <laughs> you got to pay attention and like listen to the people around you. So Correct. I definitely agree that um, that is the only benefit w- is that it is in america's for in their mind now so yeah and i think it also kind of led the way to like more like mental health like talk as well Mm -hmm. um just especially for kids i feel like that was really people didn't even (laughs) didn't even address the fact that you know all these kids were being kept at home and you know as young as five years old trying to learn remotely like it's a fucking disaster um i need to take a sip Yeah. Oh, I was going to ask also, just while we're talking about like mental perception um, of the pandemic, Uh does time feel different to you now? Because I think of the year like last year and I'm like, okay, that's recent to me. But like, I think of 2019, that was a decade ago. Like, I I don't know her. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. It's just everything pre-pandemic has been f- pushed so far away from what I know now is reality that I it feels like it was a million years ago. Yep, I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just no, wanted like, to touch on that because I was just like, am I the only one? No, you're not. <laughs> you're at least from my standpoint, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Um but now, like, yeah, I was going to bring up, uh, I have uh, in my little notes here. Yeah, like, dealing with the kids, they're completely different now. Like, it, yet, yes, it traumatized everybody. And mm-hmm. kids are a part of that everybody. So it just, the parents didn't know how to cope with it. So ergo, the kids didn't know how to cope with it. And they think now of uh, being in 2022, um, the pandemic is still here. I mean, COVID is still around. So that's yeah. just, okay. I, I was just like, this is a, we can both agree on that. It's like, it's still around. So still just be cautious, yeah. mask when you can, please get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Get boosted get the if boosted. you have within the last six months. Yeah. Yes. Um, but the kids are just acting different. They, which I mean, even before the pandemic, they were acting more adult, um, just because of like social media and the internet and having their own tablets and all the stuff, which is mm-hmm. okay. Like, I mean, that's just the natural progression of the world. Like, that's just how how it's going to be. But now you have the whole like learning from school, uh, learning from home. And like mm-hmm. having a five-year-old who comes from a low-income household has a Chromebook. It's like I have a laptop. Wee! And it's like no, this is a school laptop. But there's no parent at home because the parents are still off working because they need to provide for their family during <laughs> the pandemic. So mm-hmm. they left the eight-year-old in charge of the five-year-old. 
old and you can't really teach virtually online that way because the five-year-old isn't even paying attention yeah so it just it was just a fucking shit show um and i just applaud the kids who (laughs) stuck with it as long as they did slash they tried to learn they were attentive um because i i was able to teach during that time um i think i might have talked about this in prior episodes um a little other silver lining for me a bit out of this whole shit show was um a teacher at school was leaving um their job to do a different job and they couldn't find an, a replacement kindergarten teacher during like virtual teaching time and mm-hmm. um I, and my coworkers were like Alan like you should do it you should do it like you're always talking about going up and talking to them you should do it now now's your opportunity and I'm like um okay so then I did and I was like hey I want to teach fuckers in so many words um <laughs> i definitely did that i was like look here flop i'm not gonna be a flop anymore and i'm gonna teach these flop kids how to not be a flop as well and uh my principal bought it and um wow. i know right what a convincing speech <laughs> honestly it, it it is up there it's up there in famous speeches should have won you an oscar let's see. abraham lincoln watch out um <laughs> Gettysburg who, bitch? (laughs) Right. Um, So I was able to teach for like two months, I think, around there. Um, until, you know, the other shit show that I've already discussed, blah, 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 blah. I wasn't able to teach anymore because of bullshit anyway. But within that time, it was a good learning opportunity for myself. But just to see, like, just to see those kids, like, with their parents right beside them and, like, trying to learn and they couldn't fucking learn. And I... I, I hope in the shit show that is the pandemic, parents learned that it's not necessarily the teacher's fault that your kid is not learning or like mm-hmm. is not. You don't get to blame the teacher like you were there with your child sitting next to them while teachers were trying to instruct. And you saw how they behaved, how they behaved on that camera is how they behave at school. So don't come up to school being like my child's an angel no your child's a piece of shit (laughs) and you know it my child would never (laughs) my child would never hurt a fly (laughs) honestly braley kimberly j peters would never do that like it's oh my god it's so i just hope like parents know to like kind of course correct we're like teachers are not miracle workers just like how doctors were not miracle workers in curing covid Mm -hmm. so uh, it i don't know where i'm going with this just parent your kids better (laughs) (laughs) i hope that's what the pandemic has taught you (laughs) parent your kids better please or just try try your best being being in that profession i'm sure you saw like a whole different side of the pandemic than i did and i um because in june of 2020 i started working at a covid lab um right i I forgot about that yeah i worked (laughs) at that covid lab through i mean until this year so and for two years through the pandemic um 
and it was crazy. Um, honestly, the wildest job I've ever had in my fucking life. Um, when I first started, we were overwhelmed with how busy we were. There was absolutely no training. Also, this is just specifically the one company I worked for. This is not every COVID testing lab. I'm sure there were plenty that were already open and operating and totally qualified. Ours was certified and everything. They just didn't train their employees, which... Um, I'm sure we'll never be investigated, but that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> but Clearly. I mean, come come 2021 and the start of the new year, we lost a lot of business. So that really wasn't surprising to me um, because it seemed like they, well, it didn't seem like it. They were, they were mass hiring people. They would hire like a hundred people at a time and um, just throw them out on the floor and be like, you can put in data entry. Can you not? And then be like, yeah. Um, no safety training. I mean, they were like, they gave us PPE and everything. We had right. gloves and masks and face shields if you wanted them and uh, full gowns like lab coats. But yeah. <clears throat> I just thought it was so interesting. I was like, yeah, they just kind of throw you out here, don't they? <laughs> um, God. But that was what a time to be in the medical field also because they were working us like dogs. We, oh, yeah. Well, especially I had center coworkers. Being, yeah. Yes. I had coworkers who worked 100 hours a week. And I was like, how does that, how do you even do that? They were like, I sleep at the hotel and I come back. I sleep for like five hours and I come back here. I'm like, oh, my God, who are you? So, no. No. I mean, they were offering the hours, they were offering the money, unlimited overtime, bonuses, the more tests you could register, the better that you were doing. So they would give you, they would just hand you cash. And so just, again, capitalism at its finest. At its <laughs> finest. I mean, they were like, oh, you have a high uh, output money, as much money as I can push at you. Um, I remember getting that huge surge in the fall of 2020 when Delta hit. And then I remember getting another surge like January of 21 when Omicron hit. Yeah. Um, and it was just so weird being like, God, is this ever going to end? Like, it's just wave after wave of COVID tests flooding in the building. We had FedEx trucks just backing up to the building and unloaded boxes, boxes stacked to the ceiling. Whole corners of the, the room would just be oh, filled shit. with boxes and each box has like 140 tests in it so i mean you can imagine thousands and thousands of vials yeah, everywhere shit. so um that was a crazy time i made a lot of money doing yeah. it and i really felt like i was actually helping during the pandemic so like that was nice but at the same time holy shit was it scary yeah it uh, and i yeah and that was another thing we got tested every other day at work so i was really grateful um i never had to worry about if i had covid or not through the whole pandemic yeah because we were getting tested so often it, and see, which did you ever get it i as of right now knock on wood dd dd um mm -hmm. i have not to my knowledge okay. um i haven't gotten it yet either it is fucking baffling to me because of like my fucking job like i was seriously yeah multiple toot of kids and adults that like as soon as they like relax the like masking mandate stuff which i was going to bring mm -hmm. up in a little bit but since we're talking about it now but like mm -hmm. they, they since they like um uh, relaxed it like even co-workers like weren't even wearing it and just being yeah. like 
ha 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 like laughing or like talking loud like nearby and like in my face and like all this stuff and like the school the school district was just like well as long as you don't spend no more than 15 minutes in the same room as one person then you're fine i'm like oh so i'm glad that this school district uh has learned the multiple to <laughs> wow there you go wine <laughs> multiple to of like how multi uh, how covid works but the cdc hasn't and i'm so glad that they marked oh 15 minutes oh if you spend over 15 minutes in the same spot you'll you you'll get it but you know if it's four minutes and 59 seconds then you're fine you're okay like it's just such right, horseshit they're the experts <laughs> and 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 that's where it's just like we were treated kind of like how the doctors eat in the er and and like everything with like the medical people, like con like with uh patients and stuff, that they were just working us. They were like, Nope, the schools have to open. Nope, the school the kids have to go back because if the school because if the uh kids go back, then the parents can go back to work. So that'll boost the economy. So we can get back to normal, so we can make more money and blah blah blah. And it's just like it was horseshit because though those kids were not fucking prepared. Because you had those kids that mm -hmm. were like even even if you were to touch their mask or even or or if you were even to go near them, they would fucking scream because they were like, my mommy and daddy told me not to get near anybody or no one to touch me. And then you had the flip opposite of I'm not wearing no mask because my mama and papa told me I don't need to. Right. Yeah. I'm and sure. it, it was just it, it just made work politicized. Mm hmm and is bullshit so yeah, i think the masking thing in, in general in our country was politicized and it didn't happen anywhere else i think it happened in canada too actually i shouldn't say oh, it really it happened. it happened in north america and like nowhere else in the world hardly so um uh love that for us you know wait right. stand up yep. and be your own person um but at the same time why do you why do we have to pick life and death situations to to pick a hill to die on literally pick a hill right. to die on and and that's my other thing too um not to out any people and i'm sure she won't listen to this but i have a family friend um that still doesn't believe covid is real damn still to, to this day yes recently we recently yeah. had a conversation that they came over and everything you know i am not surprised because there was a girl i worked with at the covid lab who would always say like this is all a joke like they just have us here because they get government funding and it was this whole like conspiracy theory she had but she genuinely believed covid wasn't real she's like we're just processing these fake plastic tubes every day yeah no sweet and i was like no these are real patients who took a test and like need to know results so like please handle them carefully right and 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 that's why it's just like it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me where there was this whole thing um it's not directly tied but it kind of ties in there was this other tiktok that i saw that it was a girl around our age being like our parents were always like respect respect others or you better respect other people and like she goes on the 
tangent of like how we were raised to like respect everybody, blah, blah, blah. But then she goes on to be like, no, what our parents meant was respect them, respect like what they tell us because they were Mm -hmm. preaching to us to respect others. But now that we respect others, but we don't like, we can't disagree, but still respect people. They're like, well, no, that, 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 that doesn't make sense. Like you should just agree with us. It's like, no, we're not doing that. It's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to agree with you to be quote unquote respectful. It's like, that's, that's, that's not the point here. So that's kind of like where like the family friend and I like had a disagreement where I'm just like, no, like I respect how you feel. You feel like COVID is not (laughs) real, but you know, that's your your hill that you want to live on i don't agree with that um because i deal with it every day or i'm almost exposed to it every day you're not and she like flipped out (laughs) oh goodness yeah she like flipped out and she's like i'm going home and i'm just like again i'm not trying to make you upset like i was trying to be very respectful and blah blah and you're and she's like you just don't get it you just don't get it and people just get so like antagonistic if they don't believe the same things that you believe and i think that just was escalated by like the pandemic and them being told what to do Mm, and it's bullshit (laughs) (laughs) and that's my ted talk yeah and that's your ted talk and i'm here for it (laughs) thank you i do i do believe that though that's very true um well the only thing i have left is just some current statistics um yeah i mean go for it if you have any okay (laughs) Uh, not 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 really I think that this would be a nice wrap up. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. Well, um, I did want to look and just see where we're at because it's weirdly enough, no one talks about COVID anymore. Um, So I never know where our numbers are at anymore. So it's currently November 10th, 2020, as we're recording this. Uh, I got these numbers from worldometers.info. So I literally just Googled coronavirus numbers and it was like the second first result. (laughs) So... Um, not even not even like the CDC or anything? No. I mean, the CDC had similar numbers, um, but I mean, it's it's all very close. So. Okay, gotcha. Because okay. um, I think Worldometers pulls from the CDC. Gotcha. All right. So, cause, but these are just for um, the United States of America. Gotcha. So we are soon to pass... 1 billion uh, cases of infection um, in the U.S. We are wow. currently at 99,829,283. Um, so I'm sure we'll pass the 1 billion confirmed cases soon. Um, we're ar- already past a million deaths in the country. But on the bright side, we are at about 97 million of those cases have recovered. So oh, I guess good. the difference is uh, the difference in that uh, 99 million to 97 million is the 1 million deaths and then also the about 1 million active cases that are still going on. So right, right. Uh, N- Indiana, surprisingly, is number one for the most number of active cases currently at 183,000 statewide. Damn. Uh, followed closely by, well, kind of closely, by California at 141 thousand um and then new jersey and number three and 107,000 ca- active Not cases new jersey i know and little old virginia's hanging down at uh, number 14 on the list well makes sense 
Yeah. So I didn't look up how many we active cases we had, but we're 14th on the list. So less than 100,000 cases. Shit. Um, but the only statistic that made me kind of sad, uh, I did get from the CDC, and it is that less than 9% of the U.S. population over five have up-to-date COVID vaccines. Like, wh- what? Over five? Yeah, like only people five and older, I think, are eligible to get the vaccine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but less than 9% of that population in the whole country has up-to-date COVID vaccines. Like, you have what both of your base fuck? shots and a booster. Less than 9%. So and much for I our think herd immunity, the, people. When the vaccine first came out, I think uh, we were almost up to like fifty percent or something. Yeah, that or thirty percent vaccinated. It was a a big number for yeah, for the yeah, country. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was like, wow, we're really doing it. Uh, less than nine percent. So please uh, talk to your doctor about getting a booster if you're eligible. That could definitely please. be helpful. Yes, <laughs> and yeah. Well, th- we can segue into vaccines, I guess, a little bit to wrap that up. That I was just gonna say like even though you think like the vaccine has a chip in it they're gonna uh <laughs> chip you they i they forgot are, about the chip thing <laughs> yeah it's like they are so interested in your life that they want to know where you are at all times brenda specifically you brenda the one who mm-hmm. goes to the grocery store book club cheats on her husband and then goes back to fix dinner for her family that's mm-hmm. that that's what the fbi really cares about is you they're trying to expose your darkest secrets they don't give a flying shit do you feel like you you already got the polio vaccine when you were born girl like they already gave that to you (laughs) right so they got you from birth (laughs) right they got you from birth so would you feel that same way now that you have the same thing that you had as an infant like I just feel like the takeaway from this is there just needs to be a little bit more empathy in the world. Yeah. Actually, not a little bit. <laughs> it needs to be at least more. half. Yeah. <laughs> half I need empathy. at least a 50% increase. <laughs> yeah, at least. We need to make the profit margins. If we can raise our online shopping statistics, we can raise a little kindness in our hearts. Exactly. Because I feel like if there was a lot more empathy, then there would be a lot more or there would be less cases and a lot more people would not have passed because of a disease that some people don't even believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, so on that, um, you have anything else, girl? <laughs> Um, I just thought it was interesting, uh, lastly, that I looked up the, like, I'm looking at the case numbers for India, because I know they have the highest population of any country in the world. They have over a billion people who live there. Um, For context, America has roughly like 330 million. So we have a third of the amount of people-ish than India has. Mm -hmm. Um, Our total cases, confirmed cases, are almost a billion. Um, Their total confirmed cases, if these numbers are accurate, are only 44 million. So less than half of ours, even though we have three times less population than they do. That's garbage. So that's fun. Um, You know, wash your hands and uh, six feet, please. Six feet. Which really, I think, honestly, the vaccines have helped. Like, that's what has kind of really 
brought us back to some semblance of normalcy. Um, Mm -hmm. Do I believe that there should be a little bit more stricter laws about masking and vaccine-like stuff? Yes, but, you know, live and let live for some others. Um, (laughs) But just please just do your due diligence. Um, We're not trying to push any political agendas here. Um, This is very a... If you think something, you're entitled to what you think. Um, Yes, we make jokes about, I think I smell a conservative. (laughs) But even if you are, we're not going to ostracize you for that. You have your beliefs. You have your opinions. Right. But at the end of the day, it's not a a political issue. It's a human rights issue. Or not even human rights. Human race issue. Um, And just do your due diligence as a human being on this earth and get fucking vaccinated it's quick it's painless like ish painless ish (laughs) well okay 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 it's still a needle okay (laughs) we're not gonna lie about that (laughs) kelly no what are you doing i mean no yes semi-painless and um you'll be a better person for it hey there you go yeah well if you have any crazy uh pandemic stories if you just want to you know read live the moments through us uh you can send us an email at cauldroncrewpod at gmail.com we're always open for submissions ideas um if you want to hear something it might end up on the podcast i mean yes uh we check it daily so please uh send us your thoughts um and uh don't forget to also leave us a review because a review goes a long way um it It helps us get recognized if you think these two flops deserve more airtime. um (laughs) (laughs) right it takes two Um, seconds for you but you know five stars really does help us yeah it goes a long way um but if you're not into that you can check us out on social media uh (laughs) kelly runs a fabulous twitter um Mm -hmm. even though you know elon musk just bought it we'll see how far we'll go with that um it is already um spiraling but i'm like kind of debating um <laughs> buying twitter blues just so i can have a verification mark for our account i don't know should i i mean should email I? us <laughs> yeah email us if we should um but you can check us over on twitter at cauldron crew pod but you know if twitter isn't your thing we have a po- uh, we we have a podcast yep we should sure do that one we have we have a <laughs> We have a right, Instagram. Check us out on <laughs> we have a Instagram at bitches.brew.pod. <laughs> bitches Ugh. as in dogs, brew as in broom without the M, and pod as in we have a podcast. <laughs> you got it. You nailed it. They understand how it. to spell it out phonetically. Amazing. <laughs> God. Well, this episode was a wild ride i don't know how we um favored in it but i'm glad we talked about it (laughs) me too glad it's out of our system
We can finally move on. And this is episode three of the fifth season, right? Indeed, it is. Okay. I was just like, I know I'm bad at numbers and math, but <laughs> I feel like I should know this. We are. Look, we're steady chugging along. Look at us go. Well, I can't wait to do our next one. So stay tuned mm. for that. Yes. It'll be um, Thanksgiving, I believe, since we'll be close to the holiday. Oh, right. Yeah. So this one comes out my birthday weekend. Or not weekend. It comes oh, out my birthday week. This is true. Yeah. It, yep. It comes out the day before my birthday oh, okay <laughs> okay ha- happy birthday Say happy birthday <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. oh, stop shit. by our twitter and wish Alan a happy birthday i'm old oh my god oh no not just kidding old. i have an aarp card and prune juice in the fridge <laughs> just you're not that far over the hill goodness uh, yeah not yet not 30 <laughs> JK. Well, flop and flop it. Until next time, stay sipping my pretties. Bye bye. Goodbye. Mask and wash your hands, flops, because if you don't, you're worse than a flop. Whatever that is. I mean, I guess dead because. I guess. <laughs> I just flop so hard, you're six feet under. I don't know. Bye, bye y'all. <laughs> bye.